Hi everyone, and welcome back to another sermon of the week. Today we are going to be uh, starting about talk about the fall of human and redemption of humanity. Um, so let's go ahead and read the scripture. This is a part one of a um, what might be a three part series. So let's go ahead and begin. Um, we are going to read Genesis one one through thirty one to start with. So let's begin. And I know we just read that in a different sermon, but. This is actually going to be a important part of the sermon to read this scripture. So let's go ahead and read the, the scripture. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God saw the light, day, called the light day, and the darkness he called night. There was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, Let there be the, an expanse between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the water above it. And it was so. God called the expanse sky, and there was evening, and there was morning the second day. And God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear and it was so god called the dry ground land and the and gathered waters he called seas and god saw that it was good then god said let the land produce vegetation seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their various kinds and it was so the land produced vegetation Plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening and there was morning the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them serve as signs to mark seasons and days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern, to govern the day and lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set, set them in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth, the, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening and there was morning the, first, the fourth day. And God said, Let the water teem with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea, and every living, moving thing with which the water teems, according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number. And fill the water and the seas, and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. And God said, Let the land produce lives, living creatures according to their kinds, living, livestock creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our, 
in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I will give every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit and seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and the and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw all that he made, and it was very good. There was evening, and there was morning the sixth day. Now, when God created humanity and the world, we were perfect. There, there was nothing, um, no flaws, nothing, um, no sin at all. So the world was a paradise. Like God said, he saw that it was good. Ever, no evil had entered into the world yet. And so God the Son uh, walked with us in the garden, and we had a perfect relationship with God. There was no sickness, nobody worked for, nobody worked for profit. There was no confusion. Adam and Eve were husband and wife and had a perfect relationship. There was no war or human conflict. No racism or murder. Human suffering had, was not a part of the world. And unfortunately, there was, but unfortunately, there was a rebellion in heaven about the time that we were in the Garden of Eden and Satan was cast into the world. So from that time on, the human race had a tempter. And this perfect world was about to fall. Now let's go to Genesis 3, 1 through 24. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig trees, fig leaves together, and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of, God, of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called the man, Where are you? He answered, I hear, heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. 
And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I command you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all the livestock and all the wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put an enmity between you and the woman, and between your, her, your offspring and hers. He will crush your, your head, and you will strike his heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly increase her pains in childbearing. With pain you will give birth to children. You desire, your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree and about which I commanded you, you must not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food, until you return to the ground, since from, from it you were taken. For dust you are, to dust you will return. Adam and Eve named, Adam named his wife Eve, because she would become the mother of all the living. The Lord God had made garments of skin from Adam and his wife, and clothe them. And the Lord God said, The man was now become like one of us, the knowing knowing good and evil, he must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had taken. After he drove the man out, he placed an, on the east of the garden a of Eden cherubim, and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. Okay. So, let's continue. Even though we, have, we had a perfect world, God gave us freedom of choice. Even though there, there was no sin, God still allowed the, the human race to fall. It is through the disobedience that God commanded and 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 human pride which caused which caused the fall now for years most christians believed that it was an actual snake that satan possessed and it could still be or that satan transformed himself into a snake when he tempted eve and that's very possible as well no one knows for sure the bible claims that the serpent was the craftiest now, craftiest creature in all of creation. Snakes, however, don't have intelligence enough to, to strategize. Satan does have the ability to strategize. So we are fighting a very dangerous intelligent enemy that we need to be aware of, and we need God in our lives in order to defeat him. Satan is very intelligent. He uses the same strategy he used in the garden, Appealing to our sinful nature and pride. And it's a strategy that is working to this day. He used Adam and Eve's pride into tricking them into sinning. He claimed that they would be like a god. The entire human race 
has desired to be godlike since the beginning, since the fall of humanity. When Adam and Eve fell into sin, God curses them and the entire human race because now sin was a part of the human nature. And all creation is now suffering because of the fall of humanity and this curse that God put on us. Because of the curse, we now have death and in the world, which, we, which has brought in disease, war, famine, and natural disasters. And even though Jesus died for our sins, we still suffer from a sinful nature, and our human body is still on its way to the grave, since it is, is a product of a fallen world. Although God cursed humanity, he also gave us a way out of that curse. In the end of the chapter, God promises a Savior for all humanity from the curse of sin and death. This promise would be Jesus taking our place at the cross. Instead of us dying and being destroyed, Jesus went to the cross for us so that we may be saved. But this question is, why did God create Satan and why did he create us if he knew we would fall into rebellion? At that, we... All that has happened has been God's plan from before the beginning of time. Because God knows that love cannot be forced. And he loved us before we were, the world was created. That we have chosen to, but we have to choose to love him in return. God has shown love for us through the, sparing the human race through the covenants. And he has promised his love for us at the cross. Next time we will talk about the Passover and symbols of prophecy the, that lead to Jesus and what he was going to do for us. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask, Lord, that you watch over us, keep us safe from the enemy, I pray. I pray this in your precious name. Amen. God bless you. Have a good day.